0: <clears throat> okay, good afternoon, everyone. or almost afternoon. Welcome to the Life and Tower of Our Leaders. Tuesdays, 12 p.m., live through video conferencing with First Seder Bismedrish, firstseder.org. You could access their programming long distance, live, interactive. Check it out on their website. Wonderful, wonderful program. Special welcome to our tour. Anytime viewers and listeners of Az Hashem be joining this year. This series has been sponsored by Rabitsuk Saflis, Powder Online Mar- Marketing Group, as a schus for himself, the listeners, and for Kalal Yisrael. Okay. <clears throat> we are continuing this week and learning about someone whose name you may not recognize, but his safer you will. And his name is Rebbe Lozer Azkari. Azkari, uh, his name is spelled numerous ways. Alef Zayin, Kofreish Um When you Google it in English, it comes out Azikari. So I'm not 100% sure, there's no Yud there. But Rebbe Lozer Azkari. Who is Rebbe Lozer Azkari? He's better known as the Charedim, The author of the Sefer Charedim. Sefer and we've mentioned him a few times. In the hakdama, in the preface to his sefer, he writes, "Vani offer raglechem," as he says, "What's his name? I am dust under your feet." Elazar ben Kvoed Reb Moshe, the son of Rav Moshe ben Achochem Chassidah Kadisha, the son of the holy, pious, wise man Kvoed Reb Elazar Azkari Nishmasay Eden. So he's named after his grandfather. His grandfather wasn't alive. Um, at the time that he wrote this, but he was named after his grandfather. His grandfather was from the Yojtse Svarad, from those, um, expelled from, um, exiled from, uh, Spain, and he ended up in Custo in Constantinople. Now the Khidan and Shem under the entry of Rabbi Lazar Asky writes and we heard about his holiness plays and wonders that was done to him or happened to him in Constantinople, so it would sound like and many of the uh, the historians write that uh, the Charedim was born in Constantinople and spent some time there. However. They found a letter that Reb wrote to Egypt sometime in his life from Eretz Yisrael and he writes "And there, I was born in the land and I never left the land. Which seems to indicate that he was born in Eretz Yisrael. Um, it's possible that Hida uh, mixed up the grandfather who he calls Hasidah Kadish Reb Maybe that's the one. It makes more sense that that was the one that these ploys, these wonders happened to. Um... Now, his grandfather also ended up in Tzfas. So, from Constantinople, they ended up in um, There is a They found the diary of the Haredi, the Yoman, his diary. And in the year Shinnun Zayin, um, Shinnun Zayin, 1597, he writes, um, he write, I'm sorry, Shinnun Zayin, yeah, 1597, um, he writes, Tesvav Pur, which is the 15th of Adar. He writes, I have a very strong chazaka, a very strong uh, agreement uh, from my grandfather, never to leave Tzvas. So that's what he writes. So um, a, the, so, um, so you see that his grandfather seemed to have that same Kabbalah as well, and he must have made it to Israel and also would not leave Tzvas. Now, when was he born, Rebullah Azkari So in his diary, in the year Shin, Chav Dalid, which is... Um 1564, he writes, Hayim Dalid, today, Wednesday, Memba Beis L'Oimer, the 42nd day of the Oimer, which is the 27th of Iyar, Nishm'luli Laman of Shana I became 31 years old. Ki'biyoyim ze'atzmoy b'shnas, Hei Reish Sadigimel, he writes, because today in the year Hey Reish Sadigimel, 1533, Neilad no I was born. So he was born on Chavzayin Iyar in 1533. Now, who were his Rabayim? So one of his primary Rebbe was Rebbe Yosef Sagish. Like he writes in Sefer Charedim Paraktes, O Chav Gimel V'Chain Chaiv Kal Yisrael. Every person in Klai Yisrael is obligated. Liz Korach Hasadim She'gamlu Hashem To remember the kindness that Hashem has bestowed on him. From the day that he was formed in his mother's womb. And if you remember all of those Hasadim Ozi Kana L'Fanov You'll be humbled in front of Hashem. And I heard this as well from my Rebbe, the Chosid, the pious one, Rebbe Yosef Sagish. In Parikud Beis Oysnun he writes again: A person every day at times should be ma'ira la'ira ava to awaken the love for Hakadosh Baruch Hu. And he should say a pasuk that reminds him of Hashem and Yiras Hashem. Like he gives examples. What pasuk? and others. And this was the custom that my Rebbe Reb Sagish had. And sometimes in extreme love. That he had for Hashem, I guess there were certain times that it was a constant refrain in his mouth, nusach Hashanah. the loshan of the text of, we say, in Musa Rosh Hashanah, fortune is the person who does not forget you, and the man who strengthens himself in you. A lot of times that was something, a constant refrain that his rabbi used to have. These are just some of the places in other places he quotes his Rebbe Rabbi Yosef Sagish as well in the Sefer Charedim. Now we're going to talk about that he has a Pirish on the Yerushalmi as well. We only have Brachas. And Yerushalmi Brachas, Parak Aleph, Halacha Aleph, um, Diber Um Dalma. Now, Dalma is like, looks like the word Dilma, which in Aramaic means maybe, but Dalma and Yerushalmi means something different. And the Haredim writes, Loshon Kitzaru, it's a contraction for the words, Da Lema Damya, what is this similar to? Uvechalmaisa whenever there's a story, in the Yerushalmi, this is <coughs> the story begins with the word Dalma, whenever there's a story, it starts off Dalma. And he continues the Haredim, he says, medrish In this Medrash Chazis, in the Pirish of the Matnas Kahuna, I saw that he writes the Dalma mashma itmar. Like we have in the Bavli itmar, it was said. When we want to say a Memra from an Amar, we say itmar. So he says that this Matnus Kahuna writes that Dalma is like itmar of the Bavli. The heresi says I showed this to my Rebbe Moiri. The assumption it means it means Sagish. and he says that um, the he doesn't hold of that. So his Rebbe said no, he doesn't hold of that. because nowhere in the word Dalma does it mean Itmar, and that's really what the assumption is throughout uh, Yushalmi that Dalma is always the beginning of a story. Now there's one other place in Yushalmi and Brachas that they, they they claim that he's quoting his Rebbe, but I'm sort of have my doubts um, because he quotes he says it says there ani hakosev he's talking about in the fourth Bracha the Yushalmi quotes calls it a short Bracha and the question is what was short about it and long about it so he writes over there the Charedim that it means to say it's short without the harachamans and vani hakosev it says there shamati mi I, the writer, heard from the mouth of the Rav that when he would say Berchus Hamazan, he wouldn't make the last bracha long at all. He wasn't myrich at all. So I saw that some of the historians want to say, again, he's quoting his Rebbe. I'm not 100% sure because in the Aizvahadar new version of the Yeshalmi that they did, I'll pee the manuscript, they have it in brackets, this line, and they say that this line was actually on the side, in the margin which seems to me that maybe it's not the Haredim talking, it's actually someone else talking about the Haredim. Ani Kaisef, whoever was like copying over the manuscript, they said, I heard from the Rav himself. He doesn't call him Moiri, he doesn't call him Rabi, like in other places he calls him Moiri. He says, I'm, I think, I'm, I'm, a, I'm making a, 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 you know, an assumption here that perhaps he's actually referring to the Haredim himself as opposed to the Haredim referring to his Rebbe. Um, you know, I'm th- I'm leaving that open for uh, for discussion. Okay, so now that was his rabbi. That's the only one we see that he calls primarily Meiri. However, he also learned and he uh, drew, so to speak. He uh, he was Mushba from the Gidolim of Tzvas of that time. Some of them, for example, in the Hakdama to Charedim, he He talks about the averus we've done of Alshem and Manachnu. We're guilty. We still haven't fixed the Averis. That's why our exile is so long. And we're not uh, just because we're now in Eretz Israel. We're not assured that we won't be exiled and have other uh, forced shmadis uh, on us. And the uh, this, the uh, the bitter drinks the cups that our forefathers drank, that's referring to his grandparents who were exiled from Spain. He says, We're not assured it's not gonna happen unless we do chuva. Hadar, and I saw the Godlador, my the Zatal, he was very worried about this in his days. I guess it almost sounds like people felt they came to Svas and like the gula is here. We don't have to worry so much. And he's saying, we're not assured of any of that because until we fix our Averis. So here you see what he was testifying. He saw from abrasive Yosef Karay. In Tes he writes, U'shnei chachamim two great G'doylem in our generation, they made a Takana, you now let a talk in Shul, a Gamri, you can't stop talking Shul, even though you may be able to, but they made a Takana, only did return your Shemayim, who are they? the Ramak, author of the Tamer Tzvairah, that's how that's the Arizal. So that's something he's telling us that he saw from the Ramak and um, from the Arizal. In Perak Nun Beis this we brought this, what we're going to say now in the Shir, on the Meri Beirav. He says, one time it was close to Pesach and I saw some people, they were counting the matzois that they had baked in order to take off challah because they wanted to take off 148th, which is a Shir challah. So he says, Amarnu lahem." we told them, he says, a whole year when you take off challah, you just take off a little piece of Mashu. Why all of a sudden now are you being worried about the proportions of 148? And they said that's the Minix. So he says, I went with myself and my friend Rebel Yo Sasun and we asked this P. Echar, Mikdaili Moshe Mosha Mitranizazal, the Mabit. And who Amar Lani told us that his Rebbe, the Maribe Rab, that all you have to take off is a little bit. Doesn't make a difference. is not different. And there's nothing more to talk about. So it's another thing that he learned here from the Mabit, the Maribe Rab. And we throughout the Charedim, I can't go through each place, but many times he quotes from the Gedilim, some of them we mentioned, and others as well that he quotes from um, throughout Sefer Charedim. Now the Chida writes that he got smicha from the Maribe Rav. It's not possible that he got smicha from the Maribe Rav because he was all of seven years old when the Maribe Rav was Nifter. The Mifter was Nifter in and Shin, and shin Aleph, and he was born in Rech Sadi Gimel, eight years old. Maybe he means there was a grandson in Svas that had the same name as the Mari Rav. Also, Rabbi Yaakov or Moshe, he also had the same name. Maybe it means he was the one who gave him smicha. I'm not 100% sure if the grandson was giving smicha, but it's it's clear it cannot be from the original Mari Rav. Now, in his diary is a very interesting thing. He says um, that we said before, and in Yir Shinchaf um, Dalid on his birthday that he was 31 years old, he made a cheshbon on nefesh for himself, and he says, "Kibalti lo kol yoim kaani." I decided that every day I'm going to be like an ani. <coughs> There's actually like dots on top of the word kaani, so the the uh, the notes over there they write either that's like an underline, like very serious to stress it, or maybe means a contraction. Ani means stands for yisrael. Either way, belave of a mice, I'm going to be like a poor person in heart and action. And another thing it was mekabble to, that his ears should hear all the words of tefillah, that he davens with kavona with the proper song. Svarad the Bechlal have a lot of songs when it comes to the way they, they daven. Um, I'm not going to speak a lot. I'm only going to speak what's necessary shalom anyone who gives me shalom I'm going to answer. but I'm only going to answer very, very, well, only what's needed. my lips will kiss each other together, be closed, So very clear, he wanted to minimize his speech. In Shin Lamed Aleph he writes, Khashona, so I am now um, thirty-eight years old, and Mayata from now, I'm gonna get dedicate times for writing, it seems, to write his Khidushaira. E Shneish Yoim Nisher two thirds of the day I'm gonna remain in the Azar in the balcony and I'm going to be like trembling with my tefillin without talking it seems that he was locking himself up in the shul, in a some shul or base Medrash, and writing Chidusha Taira, perhaps that's when he wrote some of his Chidusha and again, this was in Shin Lamed Aleph in um, the end of his Sefer, Prima Godem on which we don't have but they, they have uh, uh, manuscripts of it, it says he finished it in the year Shin Lamed Zion um, at the end of Sheni, and at the end of Mesech Teber Yerushalmi, it says he finished it in Elul of Lamed Zion. So it's like five or six months apart, or six months apart, um, that he finished these two Svarim. Um, again, I don't know if he ended and started another one, but he was clearly, in these years of the Shinlamids, he was writing Svarim. In Shin Dalit, Yud Dalit Shvat, he writes, t'aira The only thing that's good for me is to learn Torah. to be quiet. Again, he's very into this. I feel even for mitzvahs. Barak mila Achas Only speak very limited one word after you've gone through uh, um, uh, sifted it down seven times. In other words, very measured. Um, he also writes like Pesachti Yeshivas Eretz Israel. He says, "I thank Hashem that I never left Eretz Yisrael." the v'dikor kol Hashem besimcha. And he continues in the write. He says, "Since the ikar of all mitzvah Hashem is to do besimcha, on the kabbal every sim, mitzvah should be besimcha." Raba ki galinu We have gone into galus because, as the pasuk says, that we didn't serve Hashem with joy. Uvetikun And when we do mitzvus besimcha, we will have the gula and that's a um, hinted in the pasuk. Kivah say Tse means we will go out of exile. with simcha shal Later on in the shir, we'll say over what he says from the chared, In the charedim, da In Shin he writes in his diary, knas a penalty of one perach. I guess this type of coin. For all twenty-four hours, if a day goes by, I don't write down a cheshev an effort or a chidush. The Talmud exactly what he needed to do, not to get this penalty, but he made a monetary penalty on himself if he wasn't doing one of these things in a twenty-four hour period. In the journal, it's not clear exactly what year it was, but he writes about a chabura that he had. We got together to be the words. Uh, purchase for yourself, acquire yourself a friend. Each Everyone should help each other. Um, every 24 hours, we'll make a. Each one will tell the other one, nothing will be hidden. In other words, they'll tell everyone what they did wrong. All of our lives will be together in a partnership, together. And this was a chabura they had to, uh, to shtaik. Shilamatasi writes again, Tainas Dibur. It says, I'm not going to leave the yeshiva. I'm going to be all 24 hours locked up alone. So that's some of the kabbalas in his... Uh, you get a little bit of a picture of what type of parish he was. Now throughout the uh, diary there's a lot about dreams. Dreams he had, things he asked in a dream. A lot, a lot of them have to do with having children. Especially towards the end of his life. There's many, many dreams. And what we glean from there is, it seems, that he had a wife, his first wife, had two children that died. Um, and um, in Shinla Lama Gimel, he says, I got up, and after, after I asked in my dream, Should I marry a second wife or not? And in Shun Lama he writes, I saw a pasuk in a dream, as It meant my second wife. And I understood, a second wife that will bear me children for the two that died. So it seems that he married a second wife, but as we'll see, his, it's, he kept his first wife, wasn't a divorce. And we'll see, he never, and he never gave up on having children from either of them. In shin no Gimel he writes, mazel was the name of his second wife that Mazel Taif, his wife, had a dream that she saw Harav Kriva, her relative, the Mari BeRav. so she, she was related to him, and they, in this dream, they, uh, they, they agreed that she should have a child. And I also saw his grandson, I'm assuming that means the Mari BeRav's grandson, who had the same name as him, also with Kamech HaChomim who seemed to agree as well that his second wife, Mazel should have a child. In Shinnah he writes, Ra'sa Sul, Sol means seems to be his first wife, she had a dream that she had two children, and I also, Ga'mani ha'yisi az bitvila, v'ra'yisi tikon le-mazl-taif. I also was davening, and I saw something good for Mazel So you see his wives and himself, they're having a lot of dreams here about having um, children. In Shinnah Zion, Mavasir Taiv he says, I got a good piece of news. Loinomus We're not gonna die childless. Thank you to Hashem. Now in shouldn't Zain he also writes, I asked about the tsaras of my children, which sounds like it means to say they didn't have any children. And he says, I woke up and Tanur Rabanan. I learned Kama Khavivas Mitsuas Gemilus lifnei HaKadosh Baruch Hu How much Akadish Baruch loves gemilus and I remember ki mitzvahs achnos hazorchem ischalti v'loy gamarti. I began the mitzvah of achnos hazorchem, but I never I never finished it. kol alkacha. Maybe all of my tsaros were because of this. So you see, and and at the end of his life in the in the in the diary, there's many many dreams about having children, and it seems like as we said from some of these that he didn't give up his first wife having more children and having from his second wife and he was, seemed to be scared to die childless, but it doesn't seem at the end that Itake had any children. Now, as we see from his diary, he really wanted to be Batsnei aleches. he wanted to be quiet, and in fact, we, you don't find this anywhere in his sfarim or even in his diary, but this is the Mesoira in Svas in that in the beginning of his life, he was a shamish in the shul, and nobody really knew who he was. Um, the Shin of Areva, the Divri Yechezkel, says that when he visited Svas. He heard from a Karnama, now this is in the 1800s, so it's way afterwards, but he heard, and this is what he used to say, that one Lag the Arizal and his Talmidim were in Meiron at the cavern of Shirman Bar Yechai. and there was a very old uh, person, a very uh, um, about Surah, someone who looked very chushav and um, impressive person, that he danced together with this shamish, this Ravlezer who was the shamish in the Shul. And then the Arizal went and danced with this old person. And then the Arizal went and danced with the Charedim, And afterwards the Talmudim asked the why did you dance with the Shamish of the Shul? And the Arizal laughed and he said, well if Rav Shem Yechai could dance with him, I could dance with him too. Sounds like that old person was Rav Shem Yechai. And from there it seems he was revealed by the Arizal to be the Tzaddik that he was. This is the uh, Messairah that they have in Svas. Now in the Akdama Tachareidim, he says, and it was the day amarnu We said, it's time to do something. Hiftichanu Hashem promised us, If we want to become pure, uh, clean and pure, Hashem will help us. So he writes about a few things that he did in Kadisha. We made a holy group, Karanu we called it Sukkah Sholem. The name of the group was Sukkah Sholem. And in um, Lashu and he says, "And we get together, and many come together to do chuva." That was the group to be mechazic each other and doing tshuva Is this the same group as he talked about before that he says that we got together and we made Hejman on Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Um, it's not clear when he made this group. Everyone says in the year Shim memkhs. Um, nobody, but that's because the year he wrote the Haredim uh, so it's at least one of the parts of the years that he wrote the Haredim so I don't know exactly when he ma- made this group then he says leis, and from time to time now in the original version it says the servant, the slave later version says Ho- Av Bezdin, instead of Eved with an Ayin, it's with an Aleph, and it's a contraction of the Av Bezdin. But it seems the original was Ha Eved, the servant, the slave, referring to himself. Doirish will go darshan in each and every congregation So it sounds like he gave drushes on in in as well. Gama Aguda Achas Chaverim There's another group of people who get together. You hamaisa skurim. It was like a Kailal. People who during the regular days of work they come together and they, all, they, all they do is they immerse themselves in the Sea of Tyre and Aveda. So he had a group of Lime Tyra Tyre as well. That's the second group that he had. Now, in the beginning of the Akdama, he starts and he says, When the group of us were together by the kever of Shem Bar-Yichay, being involved in his Torah, like it is the way that we do a few times a year from time to time. So we had this group who would get together at the kever of Shem Bar-Yichay to learn the Torah of Shem Bar-Yichay a few times a year. Um, a big focus of his is Shira, his song. In Perek Tes he writes, Derech HaChayshach, someone who desires something, is Lashira. He sings about it. Since the love we have to have for Hashem is even greater than the love we have for women, HaOyav Oizzeh someone who truly loves Hashem, Yashir Lefanav Yisparach, will sing to him and he brings psukim, different songs, and at the end he brings a pasuk be'ava tishke tamid upirish nami loshen shir. So because of the love tishke tamid, he says the rivet says the loshen tishke means a loshen of singing. Now what is this? This is a chiddush from the Haredin. What is it? Where is this rivet? In the end of the Rambam Hilchas Um Parakud Allah Chavav says the Rambam Dover Yedua. Shein avas Hashem niksheres belive shaladam at sheyishke ba tamid kroy avas Hashem cannot be part of a person tied to a person until he is yishke ba tamid he is constantly shayger boy kroy. So says the Ravid Amar Avram ze shigoyon le yodana le is ischavin. What does the Ramba mean sheyishke ba tamid? What does the word yishke mean? So says the Ravid two pshatim. I have two ways of explaining it. Number one, Lashen Shir. It's a lotion of singing. And another explanation, it means You should forget about all of your other things. You should remove your mind from your own things and only focus on Avaz but in the first pshat, the raivet says it's eloshon of shir. So what does that mean? So says the Kasev Mishnah right there, that what the raivet means is that just like someone is happy when he sings, that's how happy you should be in your avas Hashem. That's what it means that eloshon shir. She yismach Hashem k'moy but the Haredim is saying a different shot than the Kese Mishnah. He's saying the Ravid the ra- the ra- means that you should be Nismach HaYedeshir through singing. That's how you show your love for HaKadosh Baruch Because someone who loves something sings about it, sings to him. So he's learning the ra- that's who's learning the Rambam. A'chiyishkeva Tamin means someone should sing about it constantly. Then you know you have had been Niksha with Avasasha. He continues and there, and he says, He says, that's why we see Rishinim and Akhrainim constantly singing in front of Hashem, like, he says, like Rabbi Yehuda Halevi, Rabbi Yehuda Achasid, Deben Ezra, Vechaverem, Zatzal, they all had different compositions and shiras like we've talked about from some of these, and that's why, because that is a manifestation, and that is how a person shows his Avas Hashem. In Parakun Tass he says, Sorakaladum L Khaviv ev Eritisral, everyone has to love Eritisrael. Umataivo Manoim um Loshir Shir, shir Yadidos. Again, if so you love something, you sing about it. So how good it would be to sing those Sheer, those songs, Asha Yasar Rebudalevi, Aleaba Abaraba. Sing them, these Shiras of Rebudalevi with a great love. Thila Sashira, one song of Rahudalevi is called Eretz Hakdoishi Yakara Kamudavhulo, he brings it there. Kain Anu Misheirim Al Tzion Rebbeu Debariloi says the Charedim we would sing this song at the kever of Rebbeu Debariloi Kol Erev Rishchaydish we would go there Erev Rishchaydish Besimcha Raba Umischanim Lekel we would beseech Hashem Shal Yugar Shenim Alel Don't uh, send us away and put us in exile from Eretz Yisrael again in Parak he writes, "V'chasabnu b'paraktes." I wrote in Paraktes is what well, we mentioned before about singing Tashem. Hashem. Yasher ahoyav Someone who loves something sings songs of yedidus, of friendship. L'chein asim lefonecha k'sashir ava. I'm going to um, write for you some of the songs of love, ashe sharnu that we sing with joy, bechavrus chaverim Makshiva. And over there he has seven songs that he composed, and the most famous of his compositions is Yedid Nefesh. Yedid Nefesh of Arachaman, which in his title he writes, it's a bakasha al yichud v'cheishak ava. It's a bakasha an yichud, the oneness of Hashem, and cheishak ava, and a desire for love for HaKadosh Baruch Hu. In Mate Ephraim, in Hilchus Rosh Hashanah, Tav Kuf Pe Tov Kuf Pei Ois Simenun Zaini writes Yedid Nefesh Huma'lev La Laavodis Haberei. The song Yedid Nefesh it 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 it, it, uh, it ignites the heart to serve Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Now in the commentary on the bottom, the Elef Hamagin writes that the Yavetz Rivyankev Emden says that his father the Chacham Tzvi Hayerogel by Tamid, would constantly sing Yedid Nefesh, and he continues the Elef Hamagin he says and I saw. Some some people who think they're Chachamim, that they don't want to sing it nefesh, because they say, could I say Ki could I say I'm really you know, uh, um, heart sickened over the uh the the um the, my love for Akadish Baruch? Hu? It's a lie, uh, it's not true, how could I say that? So they don't want to sing it. So says the al and what are they going to say in Pesukah de Zimra when it says, Nafshenu chiksa LaHashem and other types of Pesukim. So that's a desire that we have. Avalem yonim, says the Alpha There's many, many, it seems to be, deep in yonim in Nefesh kan I can't talk about it too much at length. He says, And these type of people, it says, Al Don't be such a big tzaddik. Don't be such a big tzaddik and say you can't sing it because the words in there are something that you don't feel and maybe it's not 100% true. So let's talk about the Sefer he's known for, the Sefer charedin. What's the purpose of the Sefer Charedim? In the Akdam he writes, the Chaber Chiber Katser, in it's ordered to compose a short composition, L'mayoritz HaKareboi. You know that you can read it very quickly, you can run through it. And it's divided into three sections. Number one, Yediyas Malkainu, about Emunanashem. and Number two, the mitzvahs that we're able to perform in Golis. And number three, the third section is Be'inyan chuva About Tshuva. Now in the chalak of the mitzvahs, he divides them up according to a person's limbs, mitzvahs that are dependent, are, are tully in the person's heart, eyes, ears, a mouth, nose, hands, feet. And in each of those, he splits it up into mitzvahs ase, positive mitzvahs, mitzvahs lois ase, mitzvahs that are nagia b'choyoyim, every day you could do them, mitzvahs that are time-dependent, and at the end, he has a very long... He talks in length about mitzvahs at Ba'aretz, Eretz Yisrael, mitzvahs, whether the years of Shemitah, the Perish Shemitah, Tshumas HaMaisras, and others as well. And he says, I called it Sefer charedim. Charedim means like to tremble, to be scared. Because Chazal tells us that the Torah was given at Har Sinai, Ba'esh, Uverash, the Torah was given with fire and with a lot of tumult. Why? that We should remember that when we learn Torah and mitzvahs, it has to be forever. When we learn Torah and mitzvahs, with fear, with shaking and with sweating. And he says, So you're supposed to be charad. you're supposed to be scared when it comes to doing Torah and mitzvahs traveling. And say for Ezra, parakyod who refers to people as charedim in Yeshaya, hey, shimud in the Sifri by the by the, by the uh, parsha of Pesach Sheini, Gara, they said, Why should we be left out? And we can't bring a carbon Pesach. Malamid says it's a free Shebin the Haredim You see, says the Charedim that we refer to people who are serious about their mitzvahs as Charedim for mitzvahs. Now, in the preface, he says, I want them to be makdim all Of the conditions that are necessary for every single mitzvah a person does, there are 10 conditions. Number one, you have kavana to be to the mitzvah. Number two, number three, number four, and here he says, we mentioned this a bit before the chal mitzvah, a person has to realize every mitzvah that comes his way, darna the akadish was a present Hashem is sending him. The more joy you have in the mitzvah, the more schar. And this is what the Arizal revealed to us. To someone who who he told his secrets to. Everything the Arizal achieved in wisdom and ruach ha was the schar. He did every mitzvah with extreme joy. The Mishabura in Hilchas Simchas Torah, Samachtes, Sivkat Sivkatan Yod Aleph, quotes this that the Arizal when he talks about dancing and Simchas Torah and, Simcha and Simchas Simchas Torah quotes this. B'shem the Arizal said that everything he got achieved was from the Simchas Shmitzva. Va'amar and he said, "Dichsiv." It says, "Tachas Hasholeivata." Like we said before, you didn't serve Hashem, but Simcha may rive kol from an abundance of kol. The way he explains it, Arizal explained it. You didn't serve. You didn't serve Hashem with simcha. May means more than all of the kyl of the enjoyments and the treasures and the money in the world. You have to have simcha more than all of the kyl, more than all of the kyl. But if you didn't serve Hashem with that type of simcha, that's already a problem. The fifth Tznai is you should do an entire mitzvah, not partial mitzvah. Of course, if you can't finish it, there's something to starting a mitzvah, but you should try to complete it in its entirety. You have to do with all its, the sixth one, all of its details, and dotting the I's and crossing the T's. Number seven, you have to run to do mitzvahs. Number eight, if you could do it yourself, don't do it through a shliach, through a proxy. Number nine, mitzvah you do it immediately. And number ten, don't do two mitzvahs at once because maybe you're not going to be able to do them both completely in the best way possible. So, our 10th noim that he says to be Mikaya mitzvahs. Now, just another um, interesting thing that he brings B'Shem Darizal um, in Parak he says, another something else I found in the, in the Sifri Arizal that everything that you'll find in the Divrei HaRishonim where they talk about a serious are, and you have to do all types of um, uh, um, afflictions on yourself and roll in snow and inuyim that's only for someone who's not Amaleh BaTayra but someone who is learning Tayra and is Amal BaTayra he should not be Mavato Taira to do all these other types of Tshuva uh, things once a week, he says you should go alone, away from people, and think about kinda what you've done. But all of this is not for B'nai And this, if you look in Hilchas Tainis in the Mishaburo Tavko Fayinalves of in the he says Reisi Lahatik. He brings the Shlab the and he brings this whole piece that we just said, and over there he continues the said a similar thing as well, that all of those things, those scary things and all the Svarim are not for someone who is Amabataira. Person who's Amabatira, they are could take care of everything. Now the Bishabur in the end of Simin Kuf Nun Vav, where he talks about he gives he brings from the Magen Avram there a long list of mitzvahs that are not found in Shulchan Aruch, and he says Uvi Yoser Sefer Charedim he says you should learn the Sefer Charedim Ki Uki call Mikalari Shanim Akaid like he gathered from all the previous Rishanim before him Ba Mitzvus Hanahuga Is is B'zmanazeh the mitzvahs that one can do B'zmanazeh. It's proper. Every person should learn them. You should be an expert and know what mitzvahs you're able to do. And in fact, the Chayadam, we mentioned this in the She'an and the Chayadam way back, he composed a sefer called Kitzer Charedim. He, he made a shortened version of the Charedim. He divided up according to the days of the week, so you'll be able to have it divided up. It was printed originally at the end of his sefer, and El is called Zichret Teres Moshe. The Lashon of the Chidon, Shema Gedolim, the Chiber Sefer Kadosh, and he composed the Holy Sefer, Sefer Charedim, Binyin HaMitzvah Suhanfeim, about the mitzvahs and all of their, um, um, and, and all the, the branches of the mitzvahs, V'divrei Kvushim, and some the V'herich V'mitzvah HaNoheges Baretz, like we said, and he went into length about the mitzvahs that are, uh, Noheges Baretz, in Eretz Yisrael, mitzvah Shemitah, Chumas and from there is how it happened the Sefer Seveach Taida to Maram Atzban. The Sefer Seveach Tayda is a Sefer of Vidui. And the Vidui is saying Vidur for all different Averis. But what did he base it on? He based it on the limbs of a person, based on the Sefer Charedim, who be- put his mitzvahs based on the limbs of a person. So he took the Sefer Charedim, and when he turned his Sefer into Sefer Avidoy, it was miyusud. it was the foundation, it was based on the uh, Sefer Charedim. And that's the, what the Chidah is saying, U from the Charedim, Sefer that is how the Sefer Zevech came to be. Now we also, as we mentioned before, had Chidushim an and Gittin that were kis fayad, uh, that I don't think we have. There's a kunches called Mili Dishmay, he wrote, that's uh, printed on Musar and Avodah Hashem. There's a Chibur now, Al-Hatairah that we have from him. Um, there's a Pirush on Eicha that I don't think we have printed. The, the Al-Darech Kabbalah that's brought, that they quote. And he wrote a Pirush on the whole Yerushalmi. And this is very meaningful to me, because Baruch Hashem we've been learning, Daf Yim Yerushalmi, and um, <clears throat> and um, the he wrote on the whole Yerushalmi the Melech Shlaimer Shlaim Adani we mentioned him along this is we started off with him a, a long time ago he in his pirish on Mishnayis had the entire xaviad he quotes from him many times now I know who it is when he quotes Yerushalmi a lot of times he says U pirish Rebblazer Azkari, Zal I didn't know who Rebblazer Azkari was now I know it is the uh, the Haredin. Um, unfortunately, even though Rabbi Shleim Adani, the Malachi Shleim had the entire uh, manuscript on Yerushalmi, we only have Masechte Brachas that's printed on the page in the Talmud Yerushalmi. And um, there's also Masechte Beya that came out, uh, I don't know, uh, in the 1960s they found the Ksav Yadah Beya. As far as I'm aware, that's all we have. Now, in the old Vilna Talmud Yerushalmi, it's on the bottom. It says a pirish mibal sefer charedim. In the new Aizvahadar, talmud yeshali, they put it more on the side next to the gemara, like where Rashi would be, so to speak, in a And they write in Akdama, the Rebbe Chaim Kaniewski Maran Zaratey Zichron told them to do that, not to put it at the bottom like it's like a side pirish, more on the more on the uh, side of the gemara. It's a main pirish like Rashi. He says because. Um, he said, because most of it, he's the Mepharish HaPshat HaIker, he's Mepharish, the main Pshat, Roiv of his Pirish comes from Rashi, the rush Tamidu Rabbein Yoyna, and the Rav, the Bartanura. So that is, um, that is, so unfortunately, we only have it on, uh, on, on, um, on Brochus and on Be'a, it's Taka on Broches. we used it, it's a, so it's very simple, simple, very Gishmak um on the, uh, on the Yishalmi. Um, now, what year was he Nifter? So in Perek Nun Gimel, um, he writes, Shonazu this year, Shushnaz, hey Shim Which Remember, I said before, people say that the group that he made was in Shim Ches, because that's when he wrote the Chared, and we know that from this. Because he said, this year, Shim so that's uh, 1588. Hushnas HaShemitah, a Shemitah year, there was a whole to-do in those days, exactly um, what year was a Shemitah year, based on the Rambam, and there was someone who came and argued and said things were wrong, It made a big tumult at that time, and he came out also that 1588 was Shnas HaShemitah. So that's when he uh, seems to have composed, or was still composing the Sefer Haredim. The Sefer Haredim was printed after his Petira, he never printed while he was alive, after his Petira in the year Shin Samachalif, which is 1601. So in those 13 years from 1588 to 1601 somewhere in those years is when he was Nifter. So he was born as we said, he himself said he was born in 1533. Uh, so he was, uh, you know, he was at, uh, in his 60s um, when he was Nifter. And he's buried in Svas, near the Arizal. Again, one of those kvarim that was missing for a very long time and was discovered about 15 20 years ago. The kever of the Haredim there, near the Arizal's kever. If I'm correct, I saw an article, the one who discovered it. Nearby is his wife Mazel Tov. also the second wife Mazal is nearby as well. That's how I guess this sort of they figured it out. They found one, um, and then they found the other. It has to do. There was an earthquake there, and things got all messed up in Swas, As we mentioned before, this is the Sefer Charedim, an unbelievable Sefer. The Mishavura tells us we should be a bucky in this Sefer. And um, as we see, for those of us who you sing Yedid Nefesh, he's the composer of Yedid Nefesh. S'chusa Yogin Aleinu V'Al Yisrael. Have a wonderful day, everybody, and Kol Tov.